If you think you're in the driver's seat, think again. There are lots of forces that can be pulling you off the road, so it might be time to check for alignment. Welcome to CEO on the Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Thanks for joining me today, especially if you're new to CEO on the go. This is actually my 70th weekly episode to produce. I can't believe it. We're going deeper into one of the ideas that I mentioned in passing in my last episode, which was called creating a compelling vision to inspire your team. I've gotten really good feedback on that one. So I encourage you to listen to it, especially if you're trying to think about your future in new ways as you're doing visioning and strategic planning for next year and beyond. And even if you're just thinking through the appropriate process or experience that you might create to help your team think about the future that it wants to create. Okay, today I wanted to talk more about the idea of alignment. I was also inspired to talk about it because of a recent experience I had with my car last week when I almost skidded off the road. I have a car that has a feature that makes me stay in my lane. It actually pulls the car one way or another when it senses that I'm getting out of my lane. And it was a rainy day. I was just driving down the road after a meeting and I felt the car moving way to the right very quickly. So the car tried to jerk me back, but I turned the wheel too far to the left to overcompensate. And then it moved the car too far outside on the left side. So I tried to regain control. My heart was pounding. I was lucky something terrible didn't happen with all of the other cars around me. It rattled me so much that I took the car to the dealer that day. and <laughs> They made a few adjustments to that feature that just seemed to be too severe for me. But the cause was probably just my driving and not understanding this kind of autocorrect feature. You hear the term alignment a lot in organizations as they're trying to set strategy and goals and plans. It's not unusual to hear a leader say, you know, we've got to make sure that we're aligning our goals with the bigger vision or the bigger picture. And that's true. And when you feel like there's a risk that you or your team or your department is doing something that's out of alignment, you need to address that as well. You know, there's not an autocorrect in business like in my car. We're humans. We have to rely on our experience and observations and instincts. So even though there's not an autocorrect feature, you can figure out ways to determine if what you're doing is out of line or out of lane, so to speak. So this episode is designed to raise awareness about the importance of goal alignment and to encourage you to sharpen or tweak that alignment where you need to, no matter what size or type of organization that you're running. So first, I'll cover three different kinds of alignment and the related problems that can occur. We'll talk about strategic goal alignment, leadership alignment, and then personal goal alignment. So the case for strategic goal alignment, highly aligned companies grow revenue 58% faster and are 72% more profitable, according to research done by LSA Global. These organizations outperform their unaligned peers in employee engagement, customer satisfaction, employee retention, and leadership. 
So first, you've got to make sure that everyone sees and understands the bigger picture, the larger goals, the big initiatives that you're striving to achieve. And your role as a leader is to help keep that front and center so that people understand why they're expected to do the things that they do. Otherwise, they don't have a really clear destination or direction that they understand that they should be heading in. They might even create their own paths going off the main road or ending up in a ditch, taking others off the road with them. Or you may have another problem where people just aren't taking action because they don't have the clarity and they don't sense that connection that they have to the bigger picture. They're just not really sure what they should be doing. So that's the importance of strategic goal alignment at all levels within the organization. Then there's leadership alignment. Is there leadership alignment in your organization and how will you know that? One key question to ask is, are all leaders on the same page? You know, one of the biggest frustrations you can experience is when you believe in the work that you're doing with your team, you believe that it makes strategic sense and that you're moving in the right direction, but other people in the organization may not see it, understand it, or even support it. So what do you do then? This happens for a lot of reasons. It could be that you're in an organization where Different teams or departments are are kind of doing their own thing. They're developing their strategies or goals at different times in different ways. You really haven't been talking to other leaders. Everyone is, is kind of on their own. They may be very siloed in the organization. That could just reflect the culture. It could be that leadership at the top isn't doing enough to help foster aligned thinking and understanding or commitment among leadership. Or you may have leaders that just don't get it, that they're just not effective leaders themselves. At times, they may become the roadblock themselves, and they may not even know it. Don't let that be you. And then finally, I'd be remiss not to mention the importance of personal goal alignment. It doesn't matter what level you are in the organization, even if you're in a senior executive position, sometimes the work you're doing doesn't align with your personal values or goals or aspiration. Those change over time. And sometimes I hear executives admit, they say things like, I'm not sure that I even want to do this anymore. So what they need to understand is that it's not the role that's changed. It's often that they have grown out of that role, that they've shifted in some ways. What they care about most is different now. Their work no longer aligns with who they are. And that's normal. I can't emphasize that enough. When I talk to leaders, when they share their experience with me, they almost share it as though it's something that they think shouldn't be happening, when it can actually be something good that's prompting them to a new level. But we'll talk more about that in a minute. Once you're clear on the big picture for the organization, your team or your department or yourself, then you can determine how you'll know if you're moving out of your lane and what you can do about it. So back to the strategic goal alignment, you can test by asking questions like, you know, what's most important to senior leadership right now or to the organization as a whole? If you don't know, find out. And that can be done informally with conversations with senior executives. It's important to let people know that you're trying to find out the best way that you can create that alignment to understand their needs and their priorities. How you go about that depends a lot on the the situation, the politics in your organization, but there's certainly nothing wrong with making it clear that you're striving to achieve that goal alignment. If you are the CEO or in a top-level position, then your role is to be more proactive in making sure that other levels of leadership understand what's most important. It's not a one-and-done kind of activity or conversation, especially in light of constant change. 
You might consider some kind of quarterly review meeting or quarterly preview meeting is what I like to call it, where you help people anticipate what's coming up so that they can align their work with where you're heading in the future. I like doing kind of a 90-day checkpoint meeting. I think research has shown that 90 days is a good time frame for establishing doable goals. The reality is that things are changing faster, so you've got to adapt and move more quickly. You might consider having a visual to depict that goal alignment. Maybe it's some form of a cascading chart or a mind map, whatever works for you. There are all kinds of useful software programs out there that can help you with that, that can track your goals and show that alignment of your progress, your goals, or OKRs. In case you're not familiar with that term, it stands for Objectives and Key Results. The point is to make sure that you've got the organization's bigger goals or vision or initiatives represented on that visual to bring about more clarity, that you're not just talking about the ideas. A lot of these software programs can, can be very nuanced. So you know the level of detail tracking will depend on your organization and industry and your personal or team preference. All right, for leadership alignment, talk to other leaders to see if what you're doing or planning aligns with what they're doing. The more you understand their priorities and they understand yours, the better that you can work together. But what if that alignment is off or you're feeling blocked in some way, even by another leader or a peer in your organization? One strategy is to leverage other connections or centers of influence in the organization. I do like the idea of power mapping, which is a concept I discussed with one of my expert guests on another podcast episode. The name of that is called Demystifying the True Power in your business relationships. And I'll include a link to that in the show notes. We talked about deliberately creating or building better relationships with people throughout the organization, regardless of their level, who can be advocates and influencers on your behalf. Um, It was a great episode. So I encourage you to check that one out. And then finally, last but not least, is check for personal goal alignment. This is something that you often feel You just feel like something is off. You may not know exactly what it is. It's just one of those days that you're having. Maybe you've been asked to work in a way that goes against what you value. It could be an ethical dilemma. For example, you know, if your organization claims to value life-work balance, but you or your team are being forced to work, you know, 12, 15-hour days, or you're being forced to be involved in aspects of your work that don't play to your strengths or that you don't enjoy, I hold a radical view that I think work is something that you should actually enjoy doing. So you know when it's off for you. And so in this case, it may not matter how aligned your team is with the bigger picture. If you yourself are not feeling personally aligned with the work that you're doing for whatever reason. And again, that's not uncommon at all, especially for high performing leaders who like to grow. Now, if you're lucky, you'll have alignment in all of these areas, strategic goal alignment, leadership alignment, and personal goal alignment. And that's great. Determine what you can do to keep that alignment. If you feel like any of these areas is off, decide what you'll do to address it. Especially now, as you bring the year to a close, it's a good time to make alignment corrections where you can bring about the positive change that you want to see. Keep in mind, alignment, when you're talking about cars, refers to an adjustment of a vehicle suspension, the system that connects a vehicle to its wheels. It's not an adjustment to the tires or the wheels themselves. In an organizational context, you're adjusting the system that connects the vision to the humans who make it run. You're revving up people power. 
Checking for alignment is just a good leadership practice to do throughout the year. Like I mentioned, you'll avoid swerving in directions that don't serve you, that could waste your time, money, and energy so that you reach your destination more quickly and easily. I'm eager to know where you're heading and how you're doing along the way. As always, let me know if you'd like to discuss any of these issues. And I want to thank you again so much for listening and for your feedback. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week doing the work that matters to you. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, and doing the work that matters to you.